I'm Stacy. Hey, I'm Steph. Welcome to Harnessing Your Power, where we discuss everyday topics to break through the stigma and harness our power through self-mastery. Tune in every Tuesday to join us in conversation as we dig deep into our minds and get closer and closer to our highest self. Hello. Hello. How are you feeling today? I am feeling absolutely amazing. It has been a very productive day and I'm really excited to be here right now with you. How are you? How's your day? I'm feeling absolutely, I'm feeling very limitless <laughs> um, is how I want to put that. Just a lot of good things happening today. Definitely a productive day. Um, so it's been great. Nice. I love to hear that. Um, honestly, my day has been so productive. My laptop is about to die. <laughs> oh, <laughs> all right cool so thank you everybody who is here for all the familiar faces anybody who does come back and anybody who's listening for the first time anybody who's on the recording welcome um but today we're going to be talking about abundance and just different things about abundance abundance versus scarcity mindset um and i think that this was one that actually ruby suggested um but as soon as me and stacy both heard abundant mindset we were like "Ooh, yes yes um hold on i'm actually pulling up the graphic that you sent me stacy um yes honestly as soon as i heard that word i was like oh we gotta do that um because <laughs> as we'll talk about a little bit more throughout our conversation abundance is just something that's always been a topic that I love and just the word itself is like one of my favorite words um I'm actually wearing a necklace that says abundance oh. I don't know if you can read it but I literally wear abundance around my neck like I'm so excited to talk about it wow first of all I I didn't even know that I'm wow I love that so much I know that it was one of your words for the year um and I see it on your wall and I just see it all around you. So definitely love that you are extremely intentional about keeping an abundant mindset always. Um, and I know that or we had touched on wanting to do abundance versus scarcity mindset. Um, is there one that you wanted to start with? Um, yeah, so I guess just to get started kind of thinking about the differences between the two and how we can start to recognize when we might be having a scarcity mindset and we don't even realize it. And one thing that kind of helped me start to visualize this was this really cool graphic that I shared with Steph. And the graphic is literally breaking down sentences that fall under an abundant mindset and sentences that fall underneath a scarcity mindset. So for those of you who are live with us right now, you know that Steph and I love to have audience participation and to keep it interactive. So we thought we would say some of these statements and then you can let us know if you think that is an abundant mindset or a scarcity mindset. So. Okay. Do you, do, <laughs> I know there was a few you wanted to go through. Um, one that really stuck out to me was, and I feel like this one might be 
a little easy, but also I feel like it's, it genuinely is one of my favorites because I feel like we don't even maybe put this together with abundance, but embracing change versus fearing change. Mm. So, audience, do you think <laughs> embracing change comes from a scarcity mindset or from an abundant mindset? Mm. Let's see if anyone responds real quick. And just in case you're listening to this on Apple Podcast or Spotify or Podbean, we do record these on Instagram Live first. That is where we started. Um, and then we take the audio from there to put it out as a podcast. So if there's ever a moment you're like, what's happening? <laughs> it's because we're actually live right now with the audience. But we appreciate you listening to the recording and to the podcast. So Jalen said, you. embracing change is an abundance mindset. Exactly. Um, one of my favorites on the graphic is collaborating to stay on top versus competing to stay on top. Mm. So do you think competing to stay on top is an abundance or a scarcity? That's really good. I liked that one because I feel like it was a little bit less obvious. That's why I was like, hey, I'm starting with an easy one, but. <laughs> so if you're just joining, um, we, right now we are talking about the difference between an abundance mindset and a scarcity mindset. And one of the comparisons is collaborating to stay on top or competing to stay on top. So do you think coming from a place of competition? Yep, Jalen's mm. on it. <laughs> Coming from a place of competition is definitely a scarcity mindset because that's why you feel like you have to compete because you feel like there's not enough in order to be able to actually collaborate and be together. Sorry if you hear my dog. <laughs> <laughs> um, I actually really like that because I feel like sometimes we think about, and not that I think friendly competition is a bad thing. I do think friendly competition can be a great thing. Um, but I feel like a lot of us are always looking for that friendly competition. And actually, I feel like Jalen, we talk about this already. Um, you know, we talk about that friendly competition, but also something in it was a conversation that I had with Jalen a couple of days ago. Um, we were talking about friendly competition. She was like, no, but bringing everybody up with you as well. Um, so I think while you can have competition and still feel abundant, um, mm. I feel like it is very intriguing because I feel like a lot of us don't look at competition as scarcity. Um, but when you say it, how you said it, coming from a place of there's not enough or lack of, um, or there can only be one winner. Mm. <laughs> um, I think that's a whole different, a whole different way of looking at that. Yeah, I definitely agree. Um, I do think that, you know, some healthy competition is good, but I think if that is what is driving your action, then that's mm -hmm. when it's kind of coming from a scarcity mindset. Um, some of the other comparisons, so an abundance mindset has the thought that there will always be more, and a scarcity mindset has the thought that there will never be enough. So they're really almost extreme opposites. 
And I love that because one of, and I know I always talk about money babe mantras, but one of my money babe mantras is there is always more where that came from. There is always more where that came from. And like really being able to repeat that and ingrain to your mind or program your mind to realize that there's always more. Yeah, exactly. Um, and once we start to program that into our mind is when we can really break out of a scarcity mindset. Um, and one thing I wanted to touch on about breaking out of that scarcity mindset is something I learned from Cara Lowenthal on her Unfuck Your Brain podcast, which I need to reach out to her because I talk about her podcast so much. <laughs> it's literally changed my life. She's an amazing master coach. She's been a life coach for like 30 years. So she's definitely an expert. Um, and she said that the scarcity thought patterns that we have are actually two parts. So the first part of it is that we think there's just not enough. So if we're talking about money, we think that money is limited. There's only a certain amount of money in the world and that's it. If we're talking about our time, we definitely think that's limited because we think it's a fact that there's only 24 hours in a day and that's it. Mm. But the second part of the scarcity thought process is not only thinking there's not enough for everyone, but thinking that, I definitely will not be getting enough. So it's thinking, okay, like there's definitely not enough for everyone. So those people over there might get what they need, but I'm definitely not going to get it. And I love how she broke it into those two different thought part, two different thought parts, because originally I really thought it was only the first part. Mm. I thought scarcity was just thinking there's not enough. As soon as I think that there's enough money for everyone or money's limitless, or I have unlimited time, then that's it. But it's going a step farther and realizing that the abundance is for you, not just for other people. It's not that the world is just abundant for everyone else, but it's abundant for me. And I think that's really interesting because if I'm being honest, that's definitely where I still need to work on my thoughts and my growth to truly believe that there is enough for me in all forms of everything. So... Is it okay if I ask you a question? Yes. Where do you think, and like, this is more of like a, a, like a you question versus like all around. Like, why do you think, you said you only saw one part of that. Why do you think that, or where do you think a scarcity mindset comes from? Or where do you think like not having enough for me, where do you think that comes from? Um. That's interesting. Something I was reading was actually talking about the scarcity mindset being a fundamental mindset in the evolution of human societies. Mm. Because from the beginning of human societies, it was always a race for more resources and a race for more food on a terms of literally surviving. And that capitalism actually thrives off of the thought of scarcity. Because it makes us feel like all oh, these resources are limited. These things are scarce. So um, it's interesting how that causes capitalism to thrive. But it does because it makes you think, oh, I need to buy more. Throw back to last year when the mm. lockdowns first happened and there was no toilet paper. Mm. Why was everyone buying so much? Because we had a scarcity mindset when we went to the store and we didn't see any. So then if we went to the store and we saw some, we were like, oh, we have to buy a lot because there's not going to be any more. That was all coming from a scarcity mindset. But this article is actually saying it's kind of 
for lack of a better term, excuse my language, bullshit to blame like a scarcity mindset on evolution or on human societies because at the end of the day that's all just a story that someone has said oh all of this are all just thoughts someone somewhere just said energy is a limited resource now obviously fossil fuels don't just come out of the sky but now we have other ways to create energy at one point in time they thought energy itself like could only come from one way and it was scarce and limited but we've already seen that that's not the case so um, I feel like that scarcity mindset is just so prevalent in every aspect of our society and in every different thing. But for me personally, where, um, it really used to hit home is my self-worth kind of an emotional aspect. So it wasn't really scarcity about money or this or that at first, it was just, um, scarcity and like my own value. Mm. and thinking that you know my friends and family value other people more than they value me um and I think that's interesting too because that's still part of the scarcity mindset thinking that I'm not enough or I don't have enough value it all it's all comes down to just that thought that there's not enough one I just want to say thank you for the way you worded that so elegantly um but also I think it's very interesting that you were talking about the beginning of time because I was listening to a TED Talk, and I'm not sure if I'm going to butcher this name, but his name is Naveen Jain. I hope I said that correctly, but he was talking about the most scarce resource on the planet is the abundant mindset. And when he went down to break, to break down what even where the abundance mindset comes from, he also was talking about the evolution of humans, but he went on to explain more of like how our bodies react. So for example, food, when back, so back then we had to, you know, go hunt our food or whatever the case may be. But now your body doesn't, your body's still programmed the same. So yeah, maybe you're driving down that McDonald's, you know, a little bit after you had lunch, but your body doesn't know, hey, I've had such a big lunch and I'm going to have an even bigger dinner. So it was interesting how you said it was bullshit. Like, I agree, it is just a story that was told, but do you think, and this might be like, you don't necessarily have to answer this, but do you think that there's something that's programmed in us that also causes that as well? Absolutely, absolutely. I do think that there is... um obviously the conscious programming from society, but also the biological programming. There definitely is. Um, but I think we can change that with our mindset. Mm, okay. I was just curious because when you, when you switched it to, hey, that's, it's just a story being told, that's the first thing that came to my mind is, okay, cool, how do our bodies react? But thank you. I do also believe that we can change that with our mindset. Yeah. And one thing that stuck out to me that you really said was your worthiness. I think a lot of the times we're thinking we need to change our mindset to believe that there will always be more. We need to have this abundant mindset. But something that I didn't really piece together until I started preparing for this live was, yes, you need to have that abundance mindset and having that gratitude for the things that you already have. 
And I think that's where a lot of people see minds or see abundance mindset is, okay, be grateful for the things you already have. But I was reading some journal prompts and it was, hey, don't only be grateful for the things you already have, but also believe that you are worthy enough to have it. Mm. And I think oftentimes that's where, yeah, we can want this abundance mindset. We can know all of our thought patterns that are cutting us off from that abundance mindset. But do we even believe we're worth it? Do we even believe we deserve that? Wow. And <laughs> honestly, that is something that was kind of the biggest part of the beginning of my self-growth journey was to get to a point to say, yes, I do deserve this. And yes, I am worthy. And working on um, thought work and my thought processes in general towards things is exactly what helped me do that. And one other thing she broke down on the Unfuck Your Brain podcast was really analyzing how having a scarcity thought makes you feel and how it affects your body. So she was saying, like, if you're in a moment and you're thinking like, oh, I will never make enough money. I'm always going to be broke. Da, 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 and you're having all those types of thoughts. What feelings does that create? anxiety, depression, hopelessness, a myriad of negative things. And then what do those emotions cause you to do? Nothing. Stay in your exact situation and never take any action to change it. Or maybe even get into a worse spot. So she was suggesting that when you first start to become aware of your mindset and to change it, really notice a moment when you have maybe a scarcity thought because let's be honest, we still have them. <laughs> One of my biggest things that I deal with daily about scarcity is time. Every mm. single day, I'm like, ah, there's not enough time. <laughs> not true. There's not enough there hours. Is enough time. <laughs> um, but she said, like, when you have that thought, really sit and notice, okay, what does that make you feel? When I think there's not enough time, I instantly get so anxious. And when I try to sit and start working on something, I'm not able to be productive because I'm so anxious. Mm. So instead, try changing that um, internal dialogue and just flip it and tell yourself that I have endless time. Time is infinite because it is. It's mm. going to keep going. Every single day, there's going to be a new day. And see how that could cause a different emotional reaction and then lead to different results. Because if the way you're currently thinking isn't giving you the results that you want, change your thoughts. Hmm. I love that you focus so much on the abundance of time. Um, because kind of like you said, I also am that person who's like, oh my gosh, there's not enough hours in the day. But in reality, how are you prioritizing your day? And I feel like <laughs> that's, that's for me. <laughs> Go into a trance, gather your thoughts. It Gotta works. meditate. Yes. Yes, I agree. Um, and also, like when you said, be aware of how that scarcity mindset makes you feel also being aware of the abundant mindset. Um, be I feel like every time you are aware of something else that's like, ooh, that's good. Ooh, that made me feel abundant. Oh, I am. I'm an abundant ass bitch. I think that all the time, like, excuse my language, but I think as soon as you start like feeling those things, 
you mean procrastination isn't good? I mean, where has procrastination gotten you? I guess that's the better question. <laughs> um, but I think once you start feeling all those feelings of abundance and realizing, oh, this was good. Oh, this is, they kind of like stack up like a little staircase to abundance. Actually, I know. Yes, yeah. <laughs> that was so perfect. Exactly. Um, that ties right into, that's so funny how you said a staircase. Because I did. I literally thought it through and then I was like, oh, wait. <laughs> that's perfect. Um, so as you can tell, I did tell Steph about this point <laughs> before <laughs> we spoke. Um, yes. So sometimes first coming to an abundant mindset can be a growing period to shift from a scarcity mindset. But once you really start to notice the abundance around you and stay in it, it kind of becomes like a whole spiral of more and more abundance. So um, Viola Hug, who wrote this book called You Are Abundant Babe, um, mm -hmm. developed this concept called the abundance vortex. And it's kind of like upside down vortex, but pretty much you start at the bottom and your circle's really big. And as you get more and more to the top, it gets smaller and smaller. So abundance can kind of be thought about with this visual because, sorry, it's kind of like, whatever, you guys see the ring light, you know what it is. <laughs> um, start our abundance into an abundance mindset start down here at the can you hear me yes i can hear you we start down here at the bottom and it might be really big jersey actually and it I hear so. Did I break up at all? You did break up for a second, but I do hear you now. Okay. So when we start at the bottom, it's kind of a long journey. And it might seem like, man, this abundance thing is a little bit harder than we thought to really keep in our head. And we take, you know, some time, this longer maybe more difficult spot, but then once we keep going and we stay within abundance, boom, we level up to the next spot. And what? That part of the vortex is smaller. And as long as we stay within the abundance, boom, we go to the next spot. And what happens is it keeps getting smaller and smaller because it becomes easier and easier to stay abundant and we get closer and closer to our goal faster and faster. But the thing is, anytime, when you might have some of that scarcity programming coming back in or some of those underlying fears or doubts, you might be all the way up here in your abundance journey, but then you have a day where those doubts just come back in and knock you back down. And now you're going to have to work again to keep going up and up and up. And she was using this to express, you know, the power in staying in an abundant mindset 24-7. You're still good. I don't know if, okay. Am You're okay. a little blurry, but I can see you, or I can hear you. Okay. And I can see you still, but just a little blurry. Oh. Okay. Okay, cool. 
Um, but I feel like a big reason that I loved that vortex, like how you actually broke down the picture and to really, like really enjoyed that whole analogy was because I feel like one of the biggest things about knowing and getting to an abundant mindset is knowing that you can be knocked down a level or knocked down a step. And it's not necessarily to say, hey, you know, watch out, you're going to get knocked down. It's more, hey, can you be really conscious of the fact that you are working on getting to the top of that vortex and realizing, okay, maybe I let some doubts creep in today, but I need to work a little bit harder to make sure that this doesn't happen again or even like it I said today but even like okay I let this doubt slip in let me fix it before the rest of the day continues and I continue to spiral down right. um, and I feel like I've experienced that I do feel like there's been times where I've been so high vibe and been like yes I am in the most abundant state and there's been times where I've let myself fall out of that abundant state and just been like Ugh. and it's not necessarily a bad thing. It's always working to get right back up, to get right back up and keep getting to that abundant mindset. And it's crazy because I actually feel like when you are in that abundant mindset longer, I do feel those things happening faster and faster. And like, I feel like a big part of that is what do you surround yourself with and what do you put into your mind? What do you feed yourself? are you surrounding yourself with other people or like even your Instagram is your Instagram surrounded with people with a scarcity mindset? Cause I can't tell you how many times I'll log on to Instagram and I'll see somebody talking about not having enough. And at times I question like, do I even want to follow this person? Like depending on, depending on the post, Hey, where's your mindset at? And is that something that I'm willing to surround myself with and program my mind with? Right. Exactly. And <laughs> excuse me, that kind of ties into the fact that abundance is actually within us. Mm -hmm. So a lot of times when we think about abundance, we think about it being a lot of stuff, a lot of money, the big fancy house, or any of these like external material things. And why, yes, those are ways that our abundance can manifest in a physical form. Abundance is actually within us. So someone painted this picture that sometimes we think about abundance as being like a limitless well of like flowing water that's constantly flowing. But we think about it as like, okay, we have to walk like a mile to go get that water and then like a mile to come back and then we have it for ourselves. And really, it's just like a faucet within us that we can just turn on and then we'll always be pouring. Oh, wow. I, I feel like I literally just imagined a faucet. Like, literally, actually, visualize I, that. literally, I was actually listening to that one um, when I was in the shower a few days ago, TMI. And I literally, <laughs> I was like, kind of perfect. The example she gave, though, because I was in water. And it, I literally, like, was able to visualize, like, at my heart, like, okay, like a faucet opening. And I'm like, yes, like, really being able to not only see that like abundance is all around me, but like, I am abundance. I am abundant. I love that you said it was pouring from your heart because I don't know if anybody else on this live also envisioned that. If you did, let me know where you envisioned your faucet because I also envisioned it from my heart or like my center, like, yeah. you know, 
Um, and I feel like that's very good that, like, it's very interesting that that's exactly where you imagined it. I don't know if anybody else might have um, also envisioned that, but that's exactly where I saw it. And I, wow. yeah. Yeah, but, definitely let us know in the chat if you did, because that is interesting. I would, it'll be so interesting if somebody else envisioned it in their heart, but, um, oh, I thought somebody wrote, <laughs> but you had mentioned, you know, you are abundance. And I think when you think of, a, actually, I would like to know, like, when you think of abundance, what, yes, ma'am, a flow of water flowing forward and the pipe of water from underground that I can turn on. Ooh. Ooh, I like this. Yes. Wow. Thank you for interacting. Yes. An amazing answer. I love that a lot. Um, but when you think I am abundance, you talked about a lot of times we think about abundance in the shiny car, the money, the nice house. What do you think when you think abundance? Ooh, interesting. Um, my first thought is literally just my life. Like, mm. I think of abundance, I think of my life. My life is abundant. But I think it's actually something that I am, oh, thank you. <laughs> I think that's actually something that I am still working on to fully believe. Hmm. Because I keep telling myself my life is abundant, but I don't know that I necessarily always fully believe that. Um, but what about you? What do you think of? So I feel like originally when I would think of abundance, um, actually, you mentioned like the waterfall of abundance and when i originally started like my self-development journey i would think of this like waterfall that literally streams right to me mm. but when i'm thinking about that and i actually thought about it like i really did i was thinking about it like money um and like money flowing to me but knowing that abundance is not just money it's not just you know, wealth, it's so much more than that when you talk about abundance of time, abundance of love, abundance of all these other things that we can be abundant in. And I feel like we truly can feel abundant without necessarily having all the wealth. Um, but something that I was also listening to on that TED Talk is when you change from scarcity to abundance mindset, all you see is the potential you have rather than things that can't be done. And I think that is the perfect way of putting that abundance being endless potential limitless yes. potential knowing that there's always more where that came from literally <laughs> literally i love that um one other thing that i was listening to i can't remember who said it um was saying that a lot of times these thoughts either abundant or scarcity are about the future mm. and usually the scarcity is about the future we think Maybe in the moment, but usually we think, oh, I'm never going to have enough money, like, in the future. Or, like, I'm always going to be in debt. Or there will never be enough time. Or no one will ever love me. And we think about mm -hmm. it in, like, a future tense. And, again, these are literally just stories we're telling ourselves. Because we have no way of knowing what is actually going to happen in the future. Like, no matter what, no matter however much work we do, we're doing, I mean, unless you're a psychic and you're here on here and you want to weigh in, but 
really like none of us um have any true knowledge of what's going to happen in the future so why are we going to sit here and waste our time and give ourselves all these negative emotions by thinking that it's going to go wrong when we can just think that it's going to go great Mm. or that it's going to be completely abundant instead of thinking oh no one's ever going to love me why don't we think wow i'm going to have so much love or i already have so much love Mm, i already have so much love acknowledging the things we already have Yes. And I love that you said we'll never know what could happen in the future because one of one of the first things that kickstarted my self-development journey was the secret. I feel like that pretty much goes for a lot of people. Um, and if you haven't read the secret, definitely read it. Um, but in that book, she literally talked about, oh, envisioning getting a check in the mail, envisioning getting a check in the mail. And I remember being like, I remember thinking that that was crazy. Like, I really remember being like, oh, what, a check's just going to come to me randomly. And as I kept reading the book, it was something that she talked about, like, consistently. So I was like, okay, cool. Like, maybe I will get a check in the mail. And I started checking the mail, intentionally being like, well, today might be the day I have that check in the mail. And it almost started off as a joke. Um, but I said it out loud and I remember talking to Ruby about it and being like, today might be the day I get that check in the mail. And I really did receive a random check in the mail. Wow. And it was like an old paycheck that I didn't even know that I had that like just came to me and like was literally just, I opened my mailbox and it was there, but I wasn't expecting it. And knowing that we don't know what can happen tomorrow and, what if somebody does come and just hand you money? It happens all the time. Yes, are exactly. are we open to those things? Are we even open to it? Exactly. Because if we're, you know, and a funny example of this, you know at Starbucks how sometimes people like pay for like the order behind you? Yeah. So a few years ago, um, every single time my mom went to Starbucks, someone kept paying for the order behind her. And I was <laughs> like, wow, that's amazing. You know, she would just pay for the one behind her and it would keep going. And then um, I was like, wow, that's fun. Like, even if you pay for an order that's more expensive than yours, like, it's just like a nice act. It just leaves everyone feeling so good. And I was going to Starbucks literally for the intention of someone to pay for my order. Not so I would get it free, but just to have that whole fun process. And it was, it just kept not happening. And I was like, well, why is no one paying for my order? And I realized it was because... Well, yes, I was, like, ready for it. I was going with the wrong intentions. So Mm. the next time I went to Starbucks, I started it. And I paid for mine and for the person behind me. And then the next time I went to Starbucks, um, someone had left, like, a gift card at the counter. And the worker gave it to me. And it was for, like, $30. And I was like, wow. Okay. So I, I love how you said you know, once you were actually like envisioning it and thinking about it, it happened. But I mean, you it started as a joke. And maybe you started to believe it more as you started to do it. But I think it's amazing how sometimes even if we're not in a full abundance mindset, or we don't truly believe it, as long as we're like working on it, and we're like on the path towards abundance. A lot of times, um, the universe, God will give you that confirmation, like how you got that check in the mail. Yeah, it's like, see, This is why you should keep being abundant. Keep thinking abundant. Yes, yes. I love that you called it a confirmation because that's exactly what it felt like. I was like, 
oh <laughs> like, right like i'm gonna think about that every day yeah like wow the universe really will give me exactly what i want and like you're like you can literally trick yourself like how it started off as a joke and then it happened like maybe i didn't fully believe it at first but i changed my own mind exactly and i i think uh, i don't know where i heard this i think it was that call with wanda webb and zakar um or maybe it was see john i'm not sure but we literally trick ourselves the most like we are so weary of other people playing us or finessing us but we're the ones who are tricking ourselves like yes you might think that you're in that abundant mindset but what are you really focusing on right and, that's what i was gonna say yes <laughs> and like we're like you know where where's that quote where focus where focus goes energy flows but really focusing, like forcing yourself to focus on that abundance mindset or on that check in the mail or on that increased monthly income. And maybe you don't fully believe it at first. Maybe you, and it might be from a variety of different things. Maybe you don't believe it or maybe you don't believe you deserve it. How we were talking about earlier. But I feel like the more and more you're focused on it, that's where your energy is flowing. Exactly. And that's honestly what I was about to say when you said whatever you want, the universe gives you because it's not just what you want, but like you said, what you're putting your focus on and your energy mm -hmm. towards and what you're thinking, because that is also how people can be in debt and can increase their income and just increase their debt because they haven't yet changed their mindset because they probably had a thought that, oh, I'm going to be in debt forever. So even though they got more money, they're doing everything to keep them in debt forever. And that was one um, point I really like about kind of the thought work is that whatever you think, you're going to go out and look for evidence to support that. Mm. So if you think that, let's just say you're single, you've been single for a long time, all of your friends are like in relationships, getting married, and you're there like, wow. No one's ever going to love me. I'm never going to be in a good relationship. And you truly think and believe that. Who do you think you're going to go on first dates with? How do you think you're going to act when you're actually looking for a significant other? Are you going to be like treating it like you really deserve the love you want and that's what you're lurking for? Or are you going to have the mindset that, you know, no one's ever going to love you. So whatever. You're going to keep looking for the evidence to support what you think. So if you think that everyone's going to love you and you're going to have an amazing relationship. You're going to cultivate that. And I think that's really interesting. So previously when we were talking about the Starbucks thing, you mentioned you were going with the wrong intention. And I think we do this a lot when we want to manifest things into our life. And something that always sticks out to me when it comes to manifesting is, are you preparing for it? And are you making space for it? And I listen to a lot of Manifestation Babe. And, and actually, this might also be on a secret. Um, but something that she always says is, if you are manifesting your perfect love, if you are manifesting your partner, your perfect partner, when you go home, do you even have space for a perfect partner? And I feel like maybe that doesn't go imply for us, but for anybody on here, like, are you making that space for a second person? Like, do you sleep in the middle of your bed? Or are you making yourself comfortable to have that second person there 
you have, or like if you're manifesting your perfect car, are you treating the car you currently have like your perfect car? Are you Ooh. making space in the garage for your perfect car? Oh, I think that's a big one. Let's pause there for a second because I think that <laughs> is such a good example because I can think back to the first few cars I had that were beers. <laughs> I used to have to carry around a can of coolant and pour it in my car every time I turned it off. Like, and I didn't treat that car like it was the Tesla Model X that I want. <laughs> I treated it like it was a little beater that I have to put the coolant in. And so, you know, I would go a little bit too long without an oil change. I would wait till I literally was on E to fill it up. Um, I didn't vacuum it all the time. But right now, I know if I had a Model X, that thing would be getting serviced every month. I would be having a personal detail that. So I think that was just a really good analogy I wanted to elaborate on because, yeah, it just helped me, like, visualize how me, myself, <laughs> have not acted in that way. And I think that's so true about not only being open to receive what you desire or what you're working on attracting, but really making the space for it and being mm. ready for it. And that comes down to everything about the abundance mindset. I love that. Yes. Good. I'm glad that that helped you envision that because I feel like that was a big one for me as well. Like, I very much not treated my cars with as much love as I would treat my brand new car. And it just brings a different form of appreciation. Going back to being grateful for what you already have, do you already love the stuff you have? <laughs> right. Exactly. Um, and that kind of ties into one thing that I wanted to touch on, which is we kind of touched on all the points, but for anyone who um, wants like a clear list of kind of how to fast track your abundance mindset, this article was talking about the five key steps to start to notice abundance all around you. Mm. And the first one is to check in with your thoughts, kind of like what we said and what we talked about on a few of our different lives is that self-awareness where do you already have an abundance mindset maybe you already have it somewhere that comes naturally i know for steph and i we are in pretty long-term relationships so i feel very <laughs> abundant in my relationship <laughs> that doesn't even require work because i've been in that relationship for a few years versus something about money <clears throat> might not have an abundance mindset naturally so really noticing where you might have more of a scarcity mindset. And then the second step is to reframe that, to start to do those different um, thought works and just kind of like flip the script in your head. And then the third step is to give to others. And this is a huge overarching theme in Steph and I's business with our entire team and co-workers and everything um a common not a common but something that I hear a lot that actually Ash said to me today was service to many leads to greatness mm. and I know Zakar says that and that is really true because once you start to give to others is when you're able to notice not only does it make you feel good but then you notice the abundance that you have mm. something that I've started to do um is to give food that I have that um isn't bad yet but maybe like gonna be bad in like a day or two when I've already ate the same meal for like four days <laughs> I will actually heat the food up and take it um in a paper plate to some of the unhoused uh people in the community nearby 
And since I've started doing that, it's made me feel even more abundant in the fact that my fridge is always full. Mm. And the fourth step is your mental diet. So like what you mentioned earlier, Steph, like what are you listening to? What are you watching? What is feeding your head? Thoughts of scarcity or thoughts of abundance? And then the fifth step is to practice that gratitude for everything that you currently have and everything that you will have and just all that you are. And again, something that is really common in Steph and I's business is this aspect of gratitude. We start our mornings every day and our different chats and with our different um, people we work with talking about what we're grateful for. And that gratitude is the foundation to be able to really see the abundance that you have in your life. Because the other thing is, we all have abundance. We all mm -hmm. are abundant. It's just noticing it. And I think when you talked about putting that gratitude out there, um, if you don't already have a gratitude practice, go ahead and write down 10 things you're grateful for every morning. Because I can very much say on days where I don't, or if I'm like, oh, I, I just got up, I need to go, go, go. And like, I don't think about those things. I can notice the difference in my day to day. I can notice the difference in I didn't wake up and not to say I didn't wake up grateful because one of the things that I always aim to do is wake up. And the first thing I say is thank you. Um, I love that. And like, you know, thank you for, thank you for, I woke up today. Thank you for, I can walk today and little things like that. But the act of physically writing it down or typing it out, I feel like makes such a difference because you're telling your mind, I am so happy and grateful. And it starts you off on such a happy pace. And I feel like on those days where I haven't, I definitely feel the difference in my heart. Like always wake up with a grateful heart, but there's a difference when you actually physically write it down. Yeah, absolutely. I definitely agree. And I can definitely relate. Um, and you know, why do we have those mornings that we just jump right into work? <laughs> you know what, though? Why? Because of a scarcity mindset of time. Yes. <laughs> exactly. I feel like, especially as entrepreneurs, the aspect of time um, is something that, I don't know, that's, honestly, if you have any story or tips about having an abundant mindset towards time I would love to hear it because that is definitely something I am very much working on myself I actually had something I wanted to touch on for abundance mindset as an entrepreneur Ooh. and I think we kind of already touched on this a little bit um but really having that thought of where when you were talking about collaboration versus competition but not just that, like when you talk about service to many leads to greatness, like, okay, how do I want to break this down? When we talk about giving our value out for free. So like, let's say maybe not in our specific business, but as an entrepreneur, you have this value that you want to give. A lot of the times, a lot of people are either starting um, a website or a PDF or a podcast things like that. Um, and a lot of people want to charge right off the bat. But a lot of the people that I have listened to already, it's giving it out for free. And knowing that even if there is 10 other people that are launching their business at the same time as you, there is enough for everybody. 
Everybody yes. needs that mindset work. Everybody needs that spiritual work. And knowing that nobody is going to impact in the way that you impact. Yes. And there's always going to be somebody that resonates with you a little bit more than that next person. But knowing that you are going to be successful. And I feel like me and you had had a conversation about this where I think we had done a live and somebody did a similar live or something like that. Like maybe, like maybe in name. And I think we both mentioned like, Hey, at a previous time in our lives, maybe we would have been like, Oh, they're doing that too. But instead it was excitement that we inspired somebody and it, maybe it wasn't us who inspired them at all, but really excitement that somebody else is doing that, that somebody else is, using the same title and doing the same things and being excited for other people so that they get excited for you right back. And now it is collaboration versus competition. Um, but seeing it in that way, I feel like it's huge, not just yeah. in our business, but in all entrepreneurship all around. Um, yeah, absolutely. Um, and real quick, other story about that, that is actually, something I experienced in my other business, Litwix, which I'm actually about to drop it in the comments. If you are on this live, go follow my candle company, Litwix Co. on Instagram. Thank you. <laughs> um, but I had the idea for this candle company for <clears throat> a little bit over a year before I even acted on it. And one reason why I didn't act on it is because I actually personally knew a few other people who sold candles. And it wasn't as much as, oh, I don't think there's enough customers for me. But I didn't even want to compete with them because I didn't mm. want to even like steal their customers or take away from them. It wasn't that I thought there wasn't enough for me, but I didn't want to take away from anyone else. So I really had to step into an abundance mindset, especially about candles and look at myself and see that I have eight candles in my house right now <laughs> that I bought from eight different stores. So there truly is limitless customers and an endless amount of success for all of us. Um, and that was actually reaffirmed because after I launched my candle business, some of those friends who have their own candle businesses reached out to me and kind of just validated what I did. And I was like, wow, okay, there truly is enough for everyone in every industry and in every facet of life. It's just like bringing that to our awareness and then believing it. Hmm. Thank you for sharing that. And I think that is actually the perfect place to end this because we are at like getting to our mark. And I feel like normally we notice a lot sooner, but this one was just one that we flowed with so easily. So always grateful for that. Um, is there anything else you wanted to add or touch on? No. That was it. Oh, actually, what is either your favorite or your top few affirmations that have to do with abundance? Ooh, ooh. So I don't want to start with, <laughs> I feel like I do have a lot of money affirmations. Um, and I think one of my favorites is always money is an unlimited resource that is always flowing my way. Um, because I think a lot of times we don't see money as an unlimited resource. Um, but with that being said, there's always more where that came from is hands down one of my favorites as well. And I'm pretty sure I say this on so many lives, but it's literally right across from me. Um, but one that like I literally just looked at and like was like, ooh, this is perfect is 
It is safe for me to be a wildly wealthy woman. So not even just the worthiness and the desire, but also, hey, I am safe. I am worthy to receive, but it is also safe for me to receive. So wow. those are um, what are yours? I love that one. I'm writing it down. I, I really love that taking it, like you said, a step beyond not only like, am I ready for this? And it's my desire and it's happening, but like, it's safe. Cause I mm. think that's actually as a woman, like a really important part. Um, one of my favorites that I'm looking at right here on my board is I attract limitless abundance mm. because I like that one because every day that I look at it, I think about it in a different way. A lot of times right away, I think about money. Again, it's kind of what our minds go to with abundance. Um, but I've started to think about it in different ways, sometimes like abstract ways. And then my other favorite one is I can see abundance all around me. Ooh. And I really like that one because it also helps me to go beyond myself and kind of remember like, the reason why I'm doing everything I'm doing in my life is to be able to give back and to create an impact in this world. So it's not only do I see abundance all in my life, but like literally all around me for everyone else too. Yes. Surrounding yourself with that abundance. Yes. I love that. Wow. I wrote that down. Thank you. Yes. Yes. I love it. And if anyone is still here in the chat before we end this real quick, <laughs> if you have an affirmation that you love about abundance or about anything, go ahead and drop it in the chat. Soraya, my affirmation was, I can see abundance all around me. I love it. But with that being said. <laughs> all right, cool. If there's none um, in the comments, um, also, if you are watching this recording and would like to leave your abundance affirmations or mantras in the comments, we would love to see them. Um, but like Stacey said, with that being said, we are approaching our hour mark. Um, so we're going to go ahead and hop off this before it kicks us off. Um, thank you guys for being on and for staying on all the way through. Thank you, Stacey, always for being on here with me consistently every single week. I appreciate you so, so much. And I appreciate everybody on here so much. <laughs> yes. Thank you, Steph, for doing this with me. Thank you, everyone, for tuning in. And just a reminder, um, if you're here with us live or you are watching this recording, we are now available on YouTube, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, <laughs> and anywhere that you listen to a podcast. Ooh. I am love. I am light. I am abundance. I, am. I love it. Thanks. Have an amazing night, everyone. Have an amazing night. Good night. See you next week. <laughs>